0: This is not like your regular mom podcast.
1: It's your cool mom podcast.
0: Hi, I'm Liz.
1: And I'm Amanda. And, and we, we are Mom Goals The
0: Goals Podcast. Goals. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Mom Goals The Podcast.
1: Today, we are so excited to have Kristen Kennedy on. Kristen is the editor-in-chief of Seventeen Magazine and also creator of the blog, It Full of Clothes. She is total mom goals, and I've been so proud to watch Kristen throughout her journey and have known her since since she was a freshman in college.
0: I can't believe that you've known her that long. I've been following her for quite some time on Instagram, and I just absolutely adore her style. And she's just, she really is mom goals. Like, she seems like she's doing it all, and I just want to know how she's doing it all. She's really an incredible person.
1: You know, even after school, following her journey from Vanity Fair to Glamour to The Knot, like, she really... I kind of remember it in school. I think she was like in journalism major or poli sci or something, but, um, really finding her way and stepping into this major role for one of the biggest magazines for women. So it's it's iconic for all of us. Um, she has so many tips and tools and I'm excited to chat with her now to adulthood.
0: And did you ever think that, uh, you were be her, like a mom friend after being like a sorority friend? How funny is that?
1: You know, I kind of did because our industries have always been paralleled and we've always kept in touch. I mean, she's a little bit younger than me, but we were in the same sorority. And I remember, you know, just always having a closeness with her. So connecting with her back in Brooklyn. And I think even a few years back, we have children around the same age. We just grabbed brunch and it was always that network is so close. Um, I knew she's someone I wanted to keep, keep near. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm glad that you put us all in touch because I really am obsessed with everything that she's doing. I I mean, obviously, we all were big fans of Seventeen Magazine when we were kids, and I just really i am so in awe of what she does. But before we get to that, we let's do our weekly check-in. I want to see where you're at. So much has happened in this past week, I cannot believe. So we do this little thing now that we, instead of just saying your highs and your lows, we talk about what is... Because you know, we love our cheese boards. What is your hard cheese, your hard moment, and your soft cheese, your fantastic moment of the week? Uh, because no matter what is going on, we are learning from all these experiences. And even hard cheese and soft cheese are all good cheeses. So, Amanda, what would you say is your hard and soft cheese of the week? Oof, I've had a few. I would say hard cheese.
1: I am currently on the hunt for a house. Um, Ooh a third full-time job, fourth. The market. It really is a full-time job to find out right now. Um, and in the market. Yeah. And in this market and just constantly going. And, and I found a place that I really, really like and putting in an offer, but who knows if I'll get it. I mean, I'm certainly not getting into a bidding war. I put that in hard cheese because I have to be out of my current home by August. Um, this would be the first home that I'm buying and just, I'm a little bit stressed about the lay of the land, right? Like what I'm looking for. There's a bit of uncertainty around that for me. Um, I don't really want to do a whole lot of work because it's a first time homeowner, but I, I hope that I can land something and that, that at least one of the places I love, I can actually call home. Uh, this is the total end, but I got a hamster last night.
0: Oh my God. You're much- crazy. You so- are crazy mama. That I don't know. how. You- so is that hard?
1: I'm putting this in the hard chase category because I'm a sucker,
0: sucker. Isabella
1: just turned five last weekend. As if we don't have sea monkeys, two separate fish tanks, a beta, a carnival fish. And now I have this nocturnal rodent that I'm like, I mean, Isabella's father wasn't really interested in it. He got her American Girl dolls and he's like, she keeps asking. Mom said she's going to get me a hamster. As a little girl, I had like six or seven of them. So I guess this is that time when it's like, oh yeah, payback is a bitch. But now I have this thing and it's living here and she's so happy. But does anyone really aspire to have hamsters?
0: Not me. I I mean, we're having trouble with just even having a cat. I'm I'm so done with it.
1: (laughs) Hamsters.
0: Yeah. That's like having another kid.
1: It is another kid. And this thing, I'm like, I look at it. I'm like, great. As if I have enough time on my hands. Now I have to clean a hamster cage. Maybe the weather's getting nice. It will take a little walk in a week or two.
0: No, oh no!
1: Where did it go? We
0: went to a farm up north.
1: <laughs> Super cute, but we've only had it for approximately 23 hours. So I'll check back on you in two weeks and let yeah, you. Yeah, know. we'll
0: see about that. <laughs> so, what's um, your soft cheese of the week?
1: Soft cheese. Let's see. My parents celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary, and they were here visiting. You, which it was so Happy
0: anniversary incredible. to Alan and Anne so cute i mean 50 years man that's a long i cannot time. imagine <laughs> that's a long time and i mean i, I hope to imagine but
1: that's a long know, time. Like a lifetime i'm like i was looking at some pictures then i'm like you're like children back then 18 years old but here they are and they're like super you know, they're such a team and they're such a couple. And I was like, wow. I mean, total inspirations. It was nice having them here and celebrating with them. Those are things that happen, you know, albeit if once in a lifetime. So I'm really happy and lucky that I got to celebrate in person.
0: How special! Uh,
1: I'll say that. And then I'll, I'll leave it at that. Those are, those are really, really milestone things for high and low and soft. But you had a really big week, <laughs> huge week. I can't um, say
0: my week has been that eventful.
1: I, I feel like this happens to me too. It's like either all in or it's a little bit coast. But these were these were major major cheeses for the week.
0: Yeah, big cheese. Yeah, so I would say my, my heart cheese was that I'm still recovering from, you know, how I went away to Miami last, uh, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. And I took I took a solo trip to go with a girlfriend just to like get away and have some me time. Cause I haven't taken a vacation in so long. So my heart cheese was coming back to everybody being sick. And then I got sick and catching up on all that and not having like, A life. And also my my kids have been so needy because of that. And everywhere I go, my daughter's like tugging at my leg and it's just been exhausting and it's been hard. But I will say on the positive side, I guess uh, my soft cheese is that we're finally coming out of that. My daughter, like for the first time in weeks, I was able to put her down without crying last night. And it was so nice that she, like, finally is like, okay, I got quality mom time. I shut down. I actually put down my phone this weekend and I didn't take pictures. I didn't, like, look at it. I didn't do Instagram, which is crazy for me, you know? No. We need both this weekend. Yeah. So, like, they i think they really took that in and it was so nice uh and we we had a play date and we ended up uh seeing my my dad and stepmom and just enjoyed the beautiful weather oh so i think God. yeah it's been really nice and also with the beautiful weather also in my soft cheeses on my charcuterie board uh i think people are starting to come back into like life and oh, definitely beautiful. so Things are getting busy with work and people are excited about clothing again, which is making me excited about clothing again. So it's just a lot of good things on the horizon and I'm really excited about that.
1: No, I'm so excited for this new season too. It feels like the energies right. It, right. Yeah. So great. Well, let's let's get into it.
2: This is awesome.
1: Today, we are speaking with Kirsten Kennedy, who's the Editor-in-Chief of Seventeen Magazine.
0: Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, Kirsten. It's so great to have you. I I feel like we... Well, Amanda knows you, but I have been following you for quite some time now on Instagram, and I'm just obsessed with your style and everything about what you've been posting. And then I noticed that you're also the Editor-in-Chief of Seventeen Magazine. And I was like, who is this woman and how is she doing it all? So, I mean, Amanda will get into that in a little bit, but um, oh my goodness, it's so nice to have you on this.
2: Thanks so much for having me. I feel so honored to be, I've been following
1: along and um, was so excited when you guys asked me to join. It's so fun. So like little back context. I've known Kristen since since college. college. I was just laughing. I'm like, oh my God, I think I even hazed you. But I did that gently. It was a yeah, it, You nicely hazed me. It, it was, was the nice nicest fun. hazing I, I could have had. Yes. Right. And full circle, here we are, like from Brooklyn and the whole career, career trajectory. It's so fun to just be back. Um, I, I know. I think we reconnected
2: in Brooklyn after we both had just had um, our... I think I had James, maybe, and you had just had that. Yeah, we had it, Yeah, so it's funny that
1: we reconnected as moms, and then here we are reconnecting again. I was thinking, I'm like, okay, you're just about due. You have probably, you're expecting baby number three in no time, so timing couldn't be better.
2: Yeah, and you guys got me in right before um, the doctor saying any day, so. <laughs> oh, so great, so great.
0: So, yeah, we were just wondering what your journey was like. I know Amanda, I mean, she's known you for quite some time now, but how did you get to be the editor-in-chief of Seventeen Magazine from back in your Colgate days with Amanda, her hazing you, to now. <laughs> not-
2: Since our theta days. Um,
0: yeah. So, I,
2: you know, what I think through college, I, I had no idea what I wanted to be when I started. I was like, I want to be a cultural anthropologist because we went to small liberal arts school. So <laughs> it's not very practical, your degrees. Um, but um, my senior year, I decided I wanted to do something in journalism. And so I did a, you know, kind of explored that whole world. I thought maybe I wanted to be the next like Katie Couric and like anchor the news. Um, And then I did some internships at the news and I realized that fashion, beauty, women's lifestyle, women's issues was more my cup of tea. Um, And so out of college, I managed to get a job at Vanity Fair. And that's where that. that. <laughs> Yeah. And that was back in the day when, you know, magazines were really thriving and it was like super glamorous and um, there were celebs coming in and out. And it was just the coolest um, place to really like start my career. Um, but of course, uh, I really wanted something like more in fashion and, beauty and women's lifestyle and like women's issues was really important to me. Um, so when something opened up at glamor, I moved over there, um, and then kind of just have worked my way, um, since, but, um, it's been a really exciting journey and, um, yeah. And I have to say my Colgate connections were really key in helping me get in the door. Um, at every turn, there's a lot of, um, it's a really strong network. So, um, That was really like what helped launch my career. And then I've stayed in touch with all these people, um, you know, as I become a mom and a working mom and
1: whatnot since um, who've really guided me. I really think about that too, not to give a shout out to Colgate, but like the people that I have met through school, regardless of the age. And of course, like, you know, 2,500 people when we were there together, uh, you don't (laughs) realize the closeness you're going to have from that community throughout you know, when you graduate from school, it's just as easy for me to call you on speed dial and be like, Hey, I I think you need to be on it. Great, (laughs) It's a a great network. Yeah. So now here we are. And with you, especially, I know Liz and I both love 17. This is something ever since I was like 13, 12, 13, 14, we used to cut out all the images of 17 editorial has come so far from the day, but totally idolize that. I think even beyond something that you know, it was more of a teen thing. Adults still look at the magazine too.
2: Oh yeah. It's really an honor to be like part of a publication. It's like over 75 years old. Yeah. So it's been with so many people. Like anytime I tell someone what I do, somebody has like this connection to it, which is, it's like, it's a a lot of, you know, a lot to uphold, but um, you know, for me, like I loved magazines too. I would cut them out when I was younger and make collages and make my Mm -hmm. own magazines. And that's where I went for advice on like boys and acne and like, you know, to read inspiring stories. I was always like super ambitious and, you know, like wanted to achieve my goals, take those quizzes and like find out about myself. So, um, you know, I think I had always known I wanted to do something women's magazines and I actually had told my boss at Glamour, who was the editor-in-chief at the time, uh, when she interviewed me for the job, she was like, you know, what do you want to do? What are your goals? And I was like, I want your job, (laughs) which like in retrospect at like 20, 23 years old, who says that? But it's such a great to come to 17. I never thought I'd stay as long as I did, but, um, I just love creating content for like this young audience that I think needs it in the same way that we all did growing up. Um, You know, it's obviously changed how we consume and a lot of it is digital now, but uh, being that person for people who are going through, I mean, high school and college are such crazy times. um, And having that connection is, it's pretty special.
0: Yeah. I actually looked to 17 as I I lost my mom as a child and 17 was like my Bible of like learning how to become a woman and to dress and to like do your your beauty, your makeup, and how to do everything in life, really. Like, how has being a mom changed how you approach working at seventeen and how you like view your readership? Yeah.
2: I mean, it's. It definitely like there are some things where I'm probably like a little more conservative than I used to be or makes me think about, you know, like if that would be my child or daughter. Um, And then it's also made me more passionate because I really like a lot of the issues we talk about. Mental health is really big right now, but even everything from like acne to clothing to um dating advice, um, it's really made me think about like what I would want for my children and like how I would want them, like what kind of advice mm-hmm. and inclusive place they would want to come to. It's very important to me that like anyone who comes to 17 feels like they belong there and even if you feel like you belong nowhere else, this is your safe space. Um, so in many ways, um, you know, I think that's really shaped it. I also feel like I'm getting insight into teenagers and young people. And it's very, you know, my children are really young right now. um, But it's inspiring, but also slightly terrifying um, to think about like one day raising, um, you know, a teenager, but um, mostly inspiring. It's such a the young people today are doing things that, you know, I never even thought about doing um, growing up and didn't have the tools, you know, necessarily to do so you know, as much as everything that's going on in this world right now, and um, it's, you know, a really hard time just to be a human or to parent. um, They inspire me so much. Like, I I know we have hope for the future. Um, So it makes it a little easier to as a parent, like, you know, sometimes you're like, what am I bringing my children into right now? Um, But I I know that things are going to be okay, because we have this crazy, amazing generation coming up that's gonna, they're already changing the world
0: and how amazing that you've changed your publication to inc- like include inclusivity and things that you wouldn't see in a magazine when we were growing up and like how amazing that to you know even for your own children one day that they're going to open this magazine and see that and realize that there's somebody like them. And it's not just like when I was reading 17 back in the day, it was all these supermodels that I was like, I'm never going to be like that. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I mean, that's, I think, part of it too, right? Like, you know, I had acne growing up and it was like always, it was like very like... I remember being embarrassed to like show my face, um, at school. And so like, we even, you know, like now we're showing acne, we show real, you know, real bodies, real people, like all, you know, gender identities, all identities, sexuality. Um, it's really important to me because I want my kids to grow up in a world where like, no matter who they are or what they decide to be, um, or, you know, if they have a pimple or not like that, they feel good about themselves, um, and yeah, the magazine world has changed a lot. Like, there's some old advice we have, and old issues where it's it, it's funny. We sometimes make fun of ourselves on TikTok about it because, um, you know, some of it's very old school and the 1950s advice, particularly. But there's even stuff that, like, you know, from when we were growing up that you're it's it's much different now. Um, and I think hopefully the images that young people see um, make them feel good about themselves. Um, you know, it's still hard. We still like are bombarded even as like moms, you know, like with so many images of like, you know, women who have a baby and like the next day are, you know, in their skinny jeans and, uh, you know, all of that. Are, um, so it, it never goes away fully, but I hope that
1: we're starting to change that. Oh, Absolutely. I think this is like something over time too. It doesn't happen overnight, right? We're, no. all completely, we're all about the same generation era. So we can appreciate the earlier 17. I remember like, remember that the Taylors, the Taylors, like Nikki and Christy Taylor.
0: Oh, oh, <sighs> they were like my idols girl. My I idol,
1: wanted to be them. <laughs> one, that's all I can think about. And I recently cleaned out my childhood home in New Jersey. I don't know why I'm going there, but the one thing that was still left, just like cases and cases of my vintage, like, early 90s 1995 17 magazines and I'm like now just seeing the transition of where you've taken the magazine those things are gems
0: yeah. oh my god yeah
2: I love looking at all old- my parents actually still have like in their house is still like all my old magazines I see I mean like stacks and stacks it's embarrassing um but yeah we go through the archives sometimes and it's 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 like both, like it's part of your like childhood, you know, like or you're like, you know. So you look at it, and it's like those people, like you know, Nikki and the Taylor. Oh my God, I wanted to be like them so badly too, but also, (laughs)
1: they were like unattainable. You know, I just thought they were so cool. Anyway, yeah. (laughs) Can we talk about your blog?
2: Yeah. That has been like my one of my biggest passion projects. I, you know, as I've like grown in my career, you kind of go from being an editor to an executive and no one really tells you that you're no longer creating. And it, it, there's a lot, of, I mean, I still create in many ways and I get to oversee all of the creative, but the day-to-day writing and like picking out market work, picking out, or like the, you know, writing about fashion trends or interviewing an expert about something. You don't do that really anymore. Um, and a lot of the work is, you know, focused more on the business side, which is amazing. And so, um, fulfilling in so many ways, but I wanted something where, you know, and also as I got older, obviously like my interests and where I focus, particularly as a mom has changed. Um, So I wanted something like my own kind of project. And also, you know, I think it's really important, um, you know, something I've learned in my career from working at all these different places. I like I'm always pouring my heart and soul into things. But, you know, it's never really yours. Like I work in publishing. Publishing has, you know, had a very chaotic couple of decades since I've joined. And um, I thought it was really important, like just to have my own brand and my own uh, creative because you know, you never know what's going to happen. And so for me, um, this has sort of served two purposes. My blog, it's called Closet Pulled Clothes. One was sort of, I sort of noticed out there that like all these bloggers and, um, you know, influencers were like out there just like pushing out like cute clothes or showing their outfits. But like, I couldn't, nothing was really like for like your day-to-day, like your practical, like the, actually the name of it. Like I was like, I have a closet full of clothes and every morning, and my husband would always say like, even I launched it before we were even married, like, and I like spend hours, you know, like freaking out. I have nothing to wear. And he's like, are you like, look, you have clothes like everywhere. Um, And so I really wanted to help like women kind of dress for the life they wanted and to help like not just push out things, but really, like, help people create outfits, like, for, you know, like, even going to the dentist, like, this is so embarrassing, because, like, I work in fashion, right? But, like, I feel like, what am I supposed to wear the dentist? And I'd actually stress out about, like, what I was going to wear the dentist, which is so
0: silly. Um, girl, I'm right there with you. I mean, my husband, I have to get dressed up to go, like, to the playground, even, like, you know, but, like, put together an outfit. (laughs) Yeah.
2: And it's like, it actually like would stress me out. And so I was like, there needs to be, there isn't like, I couldn't find anything. And, you know, like we had moved sort of in the age of the internet where like, it was either people were creating content for Facebook or for search, but not really for what I thought, like, it was like all the websites, like fashion websites, all the, everyone had like kind of the same thing, but nobody was really like helping with those like practical Things that I, and I felt like I would be like such a more confident mom at the playground, or like I'd feel so much better going to this like birthday party or whatever if I just like wasn't like going through fifty outfits before and then just throwing on something at the last minute when you know it was like I was late and whatnot. So it sort of sprung from that. And then over the years, you know, it's changed as I've evolved, um, you know, as we bought our first home, as we had, I had children, um, as I wanted to talk about things like, you know, just like what I was going through career wise or, um, you know, what I was going through in my personal life. So I've sort of evolved, um, to talk about more topics, but at the heart of it is still like a really big emphasis on style, um, and I'm also like secretly one of those people who just like, I feel like everything goes on sale and I love finding a good deal. Like, don't get me wrong. I love a pair of like designer shoes and whatnot, but I like love it so much more when I can find it on the real real, or I can find it at Bergdoors for like 50% off. And like, I, I have always enjoyed that thrill. Um, so I love to share that as well um, with my followers. It's like something... I actually hadn't even thought to do, but my husband is like, instead of texting me, like, "Hun, I just scored that bag that I love, like, for whatever, you know." Why don't you share that with your followers? Um, so I'm trying to do that more and more um, because, you know, that's one of like those secret like thrills that I get in my downtime.
0: Well, that's what drew me to your Instagram. I I actually had been following you, not knowing that you knew Amanda, and I just really oh my god, loved you it. are two peas in the pod.
1: I feel oh, like, like no, it's so funny. Is exactly, this is Liz, and that's that's how I came <laughs> to know Liz.
0: But your style is so. I mean, maybe it's because I'm in the same boat. I'm a mom, also living out, just outside the city. I like I just adore your style. It's very relatable, but still polished and put together, and something that like anybody can achieve and, oh my God, your bump pictures, like, are you actually wearing maternity clothes or are you just like shopping your closet and wearing things that are just working for your bump? You know, I most I don't buy a lot of maternity clothes, um, partly because,
2: um, I feel like the market is very like restricted. Um, and also like, I feel like What fits you from like zero to three months is different from three to six. From like my body, like, changes even the last month. Like, you know, I'm kind of at the end of my pregnancy now, and in like the last, Two weeks. I feel like my body's changed so much. So the final uh, countdown. <laughs> the final countdown. Um, so I mostly shop like my closet. Um, I love like billowy dresses and tops, and um, I try and make it work with things that like aren't maternity that I can then because then I feel like right after you have the baby, then you can wear those again. Um, and then uh, there's two brands um, that I. I love Hatch, which I know a lot of us, um, like I, I wear them pregnant or not. I just feel like their clothes are the
0: best. Um, and I then, still wear their clothes and I'm two years postpartum.
2: Right. I I will never. I love their stuff um, and the style of it. It's just comfortable. Um, and then my friend launched a maternity line called Frances Hart. Yes, um, I love them. Love it. And so she like kind of saw that hole in the marketplace for people like, you know, working uh, moms, working moms to be uh, who needed to like look polished and kind of dressed up and everything like, in at the time was like, you know, Jersey with an empire waist or like really cutesy, like a, I, I call them like church dresses, but like yeah. just those like floral, you know, kind of like, yeah. and it's like, maybe when you're going to like present in front of like a board, you know, like I wouldn't want, I didn't want to be in like something cutesy and stuff. I kind of wanted my power suit, but like one that fit. So, um, I've really enjoyed her line a lot, um, for those reasons. And also I wear her stuff, not pregnant too, because I think it's just so cute. So I try and like, I've been really, I and partly inspired by you, Liz, like really conscious about my like purchasing. And I think like I got caught up in like when everyone, you know, everyone's posting, like, I found this on Amazon, this on Amazon. And there's a temptation to just like get all this stuff But then you have a closet full of clothes and nothing to wear. So (laughs) I try and invest in things that I know I'll wear, um, you know, after the baby as well. Um, So that's sort of, you know, and then some stuff that I can like pass on to other moms. But for the most part, I'm trying to stay away from anything that's just going to fit me now.
0: I love to hear that. <laughs> well, how are you juggling it all? Like we, Amanda and I were both just saying, I mean, of course, nobody is really juggling it all, but how are you finding the balance of your blog and being an editor in chief and two kids and one on the way and, um, oh my God, being pregnant and not having energy. <laughs> how are you doing it? Um,
2: you know, I'm not. So I, I do want to say like, you know, I, I think I always look at other people. I'm like, how do they doing, um, like half the time I feel like a chicken with my head cut off and like yeah, my, relatable. <laughs> relatable. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. And, um, you know, something that I always feel like I'm not a good enough at work, not in a good, you know, I think that's just like how I've just kind of come to accept that like every day, I'm not going to feel like I nailed it all. And I think it's hard. Cause like, you know, I think especially in the mom department, you never want to feel that way. Um, but you know, I have a team that relies on me and followers who like, you know, I, I want to like build this other, you know, community I've built. So it's hard. Um, I have help. So, you know, I have a, we live near my in-laws. So they're there, we have, um, you know, a nanny, um, you know, childcare help, like, so school, things like that. Um, So, you know, during the pandemic, it really became apparent how much those things help um, and allow me and my husband to do our jobs and um, to be good parents and good at work because um, the lines all became blurred and everything kind of went to, you know, (laughs) went to hell. But um, so that I have to say, like, you know, I think a lot of us see people on the internet who have these like fabulous lives and stuff. And like there is help behind that. Like if I took a shower and did my hair that day, somebody like else was watching my kids during that time or somebody would have like ended up in the toilet or something. (laughs) 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 But yeah, it's hard. I do a lot. I'm also like one of those people who I don't just sit and watch TV. Like, I think it's just like in my nature, my husband's very much like, can you just shut it down? Um, And you know, sometimes I think it would be much better for me, like, because I'll burn myself out. But um, I certainly feel like, you know, like, after the kids go down, and then I'm done with work, like, I'm working on my blog, or I'm working on my Instagram. Um, So there's always kind of like that, you know, um, and sometimes I find, like, recently, one of my goals has been to, like, separate everything so that when I'm with my kids, I'm really with my kids, because that's really hard. Um, Especially since the pandemic, I feel like, when I was at the office full time, like I was able to like leave that and then like get into mom mode. And I have not been doing a great job of that, but, uh, that's, I try and like have compartmentalize my things. And then I'm ordering groceries in between meetings and like diapers and what, you know, Amazon priming, whatever I forgot from the day before. And, you know, just trying to make it work.
1: <laughs> it's so relatable. I think that is something that we're all doing constantly. Um, even after in light of the pandemic too, right? It has become so hard where every line is blurred and it's hard to compartmentalize things because it's all it's all the same. It's just,
2: yeah. The kid I mean, for a long time we didn't have um, you know, we didn't have our nanny coming in. We didn't have my in-laws had um, you know, gone upstate to kind of ride out the pandemic before, you know, we had vaccines and all that. And so it was just like my husband and I working with the kids. And it was just a crazy um, experience. My daughter was young at the time. Um, but then there was also a lot of good, like I had with my son, I went back to work at four months, like after he was born.
1: Mm-hmm. And with my
2: daughter, I got to be there for her like entire first, you know, like I, the pandemic started, a, you know, a few weeks after I'd gone back to the office, so. I was able to be there in ways that like, you know, sometimes i have like a baby and a bouncer like on me during a meeting. And I was like, this is like, is what it is. And you guys have to deal with it. Um, and everyone, you know, my work was really understanding, but, um, I'm also really thankful. Like I was there when she started to crawl, I was there when she walked, like I got to be like much more involved and you know, there's this like finite period when they're little. So um, that was kind of a silver lining, even
1: though like towards the end, I was like, oh,
2: mom's going to lose it.
1: <laughs> yeah. But what an incredible period. Like think about this in the whole scheme and chapter of life. Liz had a pandemic baby as well. I was out of work for 14 months, like full-time stay-at-home mom, no help trying to do business. And like, it was hard, but now, you know, coming out on the other side. It's so nice that you can see that that's actually is a blessing because you would have never had that time.
2: Yeah. I mean, in it, I was like, Oh yeah. oh, it's <laughs> This is like, yeah, I was not appreciative. Um, I mean, in some ways I was, but yeah, like in it, like, I was just like trying to hold it like all of us were hold it together. Um, but yeah. Um, now as it, like, hopefully we're on the other or coming towards the other end of it. Um, I think there were some blessings, um, And hopefully it changed like, you know, the way that we work and have more flexibility and stuff. So as moms, it becomes easier to like, I don't like to not do it all because of course, like we know nobody can, but, um, to be able to like nurture all those passions and have a career, have a passion, be there for your kids when you, as you
1: like want to, and kind of have like that full life. Yeah. So good it's like perfectly stated. I think we're all, you know, absolutely in the same boat. I can speak for myself and Liz too. Um, what would you say? I mean, besides kids, what would you, what would you say your greatest accomplishment is? It's
2: hard because I would, (laughs) my go-to answer would be my kids. Um, although I think they're their own accomplishments. Right. Um, but I, you know, one of it is becoming editor in chief of 17. That was something I had set out to do. Um, And, uh, becoming an editor in chief of, um, you know, a major (laughs) women's magazine was like a goal. Um, and then I think my other is really launching my brand, um, and my blog like that, you know, I, I built it from scratch. Like I coded the whole thing myself. Like I figured out my husband and I were actually like on the phone with like, um, you know, our, like, uh, our storage, (laughs) like, you know, liquid web who does our storage, um, for it trying to like transfer like a lot of it, um, you know, I did myself and just being like building that because I felt like I needed, you know, magazines have I think when I first launched it, I was freelance and I sort of uh, just felt like I needed to have my own thing. And mm-hmm. there it's ebbed and flowed how much I put into it over time based on like my other things, but being able to like it's taken me out of my comfort zone. Like if you had told me that I'd be taking pictures of myself, um, and posting them, um, I like, I would have cringed. Like I would, I still do. I only like usually allow my husband to take the pictures because, um, it's still, you know, especially at like nine months pregnant when i be doing it. But, um, you know, as like things evolve and I felt like I needed to have like my face on there more, um, I have And it, so it's pushed me and it's given me opportunities, um, you know, like being able to come on your podcast and reconnect and talk um, and to meet other moms who are, you know, like building businesses and doing amazing things. Um, and so for me, I think just like the idea of I always kind of wanted to have my own business. And so this has been a way to start, you know, kind of thinking about what I could do on my own as I still have like this bigger um, day job.
0: Yeah. It's amazing because we are our own brands and it's something that when you're not sure about like the publishing industry or, you know, whatever business you're in, number one thing to invest in is yourself. So you're doing it. And even if it's a passion project, it's something that, you know, you, it'll benefit for you in other ways. And maybe in the long run, it's amazing. That's what it, it is. Tr- so true. It's like something it's no one t- like teaches you, you know, they kind of like work hard and work your way up. But
2: I think having, we've started to learn and probably more and more as like, we've been through so much with the economy and stuff, but really having your own brand, I think can open so many doors and just taking care of like yourself. And I actually had always thought like my plan before I had kids was that like, once I had kids, I would, quit like work, go freelance and like write. I would write my novels and I would write for magazines. And uh, like, you know, at the time when I was dreaming this up, blogs didn't exist. But then like, you know, as I grew that, I kind of grew it in part to be like, this is what I'll work on when I have young kids so I can be home with them. And then, um, you know, that's just... I've ended up, you know, coming back to my work and um been lucky enough to be promoted and get kind of my dream job and so have stuck with that. Um but it's always been, you know, sort of a thought that like in the future one day, um you know, we'll see where things take me, but I will always have that thing of my own um and hopefully like maybe that will open doors maybe one day the idea, that perfect idea for that business I want to do and having like a brand and an audience will help with that or maybe um, this, uh, this community will help show me what I'm supposed to be doing, um, you know, down the road. Um, or maybe I'll still be at 17. I don't know. Well, you've already <laughs> planted
1: the seed and you're already doing it. I mean, both Liz and I follow Closet Full of Clothes. I'm always there looking for ideas and inspo. And you just have like such a way of delivering, you know, I think very useful things and relatable things for for moms and not even moms, really, just people in general, women. Thank okay. you. So, well, that's
2: the goal. It's supposed yeah. to be. I wanted something to stand out in the sea of just like what I was seeing, and have it be helpful um, and kind of all the things that I wanted that I wasn't getting. Um, so that's like some of the you know I I post every week like what I wore this week, and it was because I wanted to see what actual people were wearing. Like, what the hell do you wear every day? You know, because I see you, you see all these beautiful pictures, and and don't get me wrong, I follow these. Um, influencers who post their beautiful, like, you know, pictures and beautiful backdrops. And I love that. And as someone who works in magazine fashion, I love beautiful photography and fashion and art, and it takes so much to put that together. So I, I so appreciate that. Um, but I also wanted to like, I was like, but like, does like, like, everyone actually wear, you know? So <laughs> I think just I was like, well, you know what? No one else is doing it. So I'm going to start doing it. And I think um, hopefully that's like helps. And, but that was sort of the idea behind it. And it's nice to, I think, also have your own thing, you know, um, that's like outside of your kids and that's outside of your work and is something that like just fills you. I mean, in in many ways, it is my work too, my like second job, but um, that isn't, doesn't belong to another company. It doesn't belong, it's like mine. So it's all, Mm -hmm. you know, there's there's a lot, to, I don't know, that's been a really fun journey. So that's made me very, I think, proud to have built something. It's not, you know, I have goals for making it bigger than what it is, but it's just nice to have
0: that. So we're going to ask you a few questions that we ask all of our guests. And the first one, this is so fun. And hopefully you find that it's fun as well. <laughs> but uh, we talked a little about this before we came on, but what have you done for you lately?
2: Well, I was admitting to Liz that I, I, I'm falling short in this category. I'm not very inspirational, um, but I, I'm glad you asked because it, it is something like I we always talk about self care and how important it is. And like to my other mom friends, I'm like, you know, take care of yourself and take that time away. And I don't do that. Um, I always feel like when I'm not working, I should be with my kids. Or now that I'm having and bringing another baby into the mix, I'm like, no, I need to like. give them all this like me time now before. Um, But I was realizing recently, especially I used to do tennis that like was something I picked up about like two years ago. I'd played my whole life, but I picked it back up like when we moved out here and I loved it. Like it was just like this time where like I could like be with friends and playing. And I just, I really like made time whether it was like having my husband watch the kids for a couple hours on a weekend or like, you know, moving some meetings around so I could take a morning clinic or something like that. I just felt like it kind of fed me. Um, And I haven't been doing it since I've been pregnant. And I feel like that has like, I sort of like just haven't replaced it with something. Um, So I would say like something like that, where it's just like something I enjoy doing. It's great that it's exercise and stuff, but I just, I enjoy doing it. I feel like it allows me to socialize too and have like a A life like outside of my children, um, or that I'm not trying to just squeeze in that 20 minute like workout. It's like a a dedicated time that I get to do something that I find fun. Um, And then you know I have my birthday coming up, and if I don't have the baby on my birthday, I think I may just get a hotel room and. Just like go to the spa, order in, Gosh. not not invite my husband, <laughs> have him watch the children and just like sleep and rest and like enjoy the quiet.
0: Do it. I hope this inspires you. Happy early birthday. Do it. Thank you. I
2: know. And I was, when I was like listening to the question, I'm like, I've been saying I'm going to do this. I think I need to. Now. now you have to do it. Right. You guys, now I'm accountable, right? You're I put on. it out there.
0: Maybe, maybe it'll make the baby come quicker. So <laughs> I know,
2: right?
1: I'll do it I'll in the I'm delivering in the city. So I'll do it in the city in case the baby comes <laughs> even better, even better. So obviously I think, you know, that Liz and I have a thing with cheese boards, obsessed, totally obsessed. We use that. I'm obsessed people. with your cheese boards. I, I need tips. <laughs> uh, I think you need the Westchester slash Fairfield County cheese board. I will lure you up here, but yes. Um, probably post baby for you but we would love to see you in person and and host that but for that we like to use it as an obsession obviously the, the cheese boards are seasonal here whatever's in season it's an outlet for creativity for both of us um it feeds us it's also a way of bringing people together which we both love what would be like what's your latest obsession what's on your cheese board
0: what
2: is on
1: my cheese board
2: i have to say so this is like not um you know i love entertaining too so i would say like floral arranging has become, like, a new thing for me. And, like, so we actually um, just sold our our place where we're going to be moving where we don't know, but we were staging things for showings and for pictures. And so, like, just even going to, like, our local flower market or, like, Trader Joe's and just trying to put together something with, like, you know, I should be watching, like, a YouTube video or something, but, of course, like, I just tried my own, you know. I find it, like, really – Fun and relaxing, and then you have these beautiful flowers. And mm-hmm. I don't think I'm particularly good at it, but I I love flowers. Um, and like at our wedding, like the one thing I cared about, really cared about was flowers. Like I just, I, th- I just think there's something about them and which is weird because I'm a very practical person. So, uh, you know, like when my husband and I started dating, I was like, don't send me flowers. They last for like <laughs> a week. And like, you know, so I'm very practical in other ways, but I like creating my own. Um, and I found it very like relaxing. And then you just like, I don't know, every time you come home to your house and you have fresh flowers,
0: it just makes you feel better. It's the best, the best investment. What's your hack for, for going to Trader Joe's and finding the right florals to, I know people say that they go to Trader Joe's and they get like a bunch of different things and, or they break apart bouquets. Like, how do you, what's your hack for that?
2: You know, I'm just getting started on this. So I, I, I'm not a pro. I would have to say like different Trader Joe's have different quality flowers. So there's Ah. one by us. There's one by us and, um that like, I, I've never found like their orchids are really nice. I haven't found their like flowers to be as quite at the level that I've seen some other people. Um, and when I was in the city, we had one um, near where we used to
1: live, Amanda, that had, I feel like stronger flowers, but oh, great. yes, but you haven't been to the one that I know about up here yet. And it's never crowded. I'm in and out in maybe 15 minutes, max. Okay. Well, you'll have to tell me, cause I do not have that experience.
2: <laughs> the parking lot of ours is like a war zone. Oh, um, same, same. It's too much, but, um, yeah, I usually break them apart and kind of, I, I kind of just get what like looks good because I feel like some of the flowers don't look as good. Um, and then just kind of like mix and match. I like things to be wild and kind of like English gardeny. um, mm. But there's also like this, um, great little, like, it's not like a bodega, but I would almost like liken it to it, um, in our town, um, that is like a secret source of fabulous flowers. So oh, you'll have to good. send that to me after. <laughs> it's good. It's, um, it's across from the hospital and, um, it's kind of like the secret like place where they have like beautiful flowers. So, um, that they're a little more than the Trader Joe's, but that's like a good place when you're just like, I need, like, you know, you're having people over or-
1: I'm doing something for you. See, yeah, okay. yeah there
0: you go. <laughs> so great. What would you say is your mom goal? Or we use that as a metaphor for your mom hack. I don't know if this is like
1: a
2: hack so much, but I schedule everything. I think the That's one of the keys to like being able to do everything I do is like the mental energy. I feel like like we know, like, you know, like for instance, like Easter is coming up and I know I'm gonna have the baby like right before. And I was thinking of the kids Easter baskets and like what everyone's gonna wear. And so but I was like, Oh, it's too early to like order all these things. So I'll either do it and just like get it off my list or instead of having this like long to do list, I'll put in my calendar, like on whatever March 18th, like order Easter basket things or, you know, take out the kids clothes and make sure they're steamed or whatever it is that I'm doing. Um, So I try and do that. Like, it'll be like, you know, even stuff I started to stress about, like my daughter's like birthday is not till August, but we went to a birthday party and then I was starting to think about, you know, so like even stuff like that, like I'll just put it in or like sign James up for kindergarten, um, whatever. So that like it's off my list, the mental energy, I'm not stressing about it. And I have a date where I'm going to do that. Um, So smart. And then it's in my calendar too. So like it's part of my day. It's part of like I block some time for it or as that week approaches and I'm looking at my week of like what I have to do, I can make time to do it. Um, and I found that's like really helpful. And it's like, I mean, it's my calendar is ridiculous. Like I'm hyper, hyper organized, but I found that that really like has helped me be able to like, it's actually like helps me to relax a little more because it's like, I know it's all getting done and when and how, um, so like putting that Tetris pieces together has enabled me to like, then do my day job and then do my other job and, and have like all the kids like, or, you know, running a family is a full-time job. It's like the family the house. house, no, house, house. house yeah. Good. And then actually, so if I can get all that stuff like in there, then I can focus on like being with the kids when I'm with the kids or being in a meeting when I'm in a meeting um, or, you know, talking to you guys when I'm talking to you and not like, you know, checking things or writing things down that I almost forgot. So that's really,
1: I think been the biggest thing that's helped me. That's good. Do you take like time and plan it all out? Like one day, like, okay, this is what I need to do this week. Or are you just like putting stuff in the calendar as it comes to your head?
2: I put it in as it comes to my head. And then on every Sunday, like before the week starts, I look at my calendar and I move things around as I need to. And I like make sure that I'm like on everything and like all the kids stuff, my stuff, like my husband and I are coordinated. I have everything kind of set so that on Monday, like, I don't have to feel like that, like, oh my God, you know, like it's Monday morning and like, cause you know, Mondays like best laid plans. Everything blows up anyways. Constantly. Yeah. So I feel like that, like each week getting my like schedule kind of together is really helpful.
1: I guess you like here. Yeah.
2: It may not happen, but at least like I had good
1: intentions and I had a good Sunday night sleep. (laughs) I love that word intentions. (laughs) So Kristen, thank you so much. Where can our listeners find you?
2: Yeah, well, you can follow me on Instagram. It's Kristen M. Kennedy. Um, And then on Closet Full of Clothes, it's my that's my blog and website. And then 17, of course, is uh, my day job where you can see all the great content there.
1: I loved it. Amazing. We love talking to you.
0: You're amazing, Kristen. Mm-hmm. And always so your style. So everybody, check yeah. out Kristen's outfits. Oh my God, I'm this obsessed. I was inspired by you. By I, well, I, feel, I, know, I
1: was going to say, I love your top. I was... Kristen like this.
0: I jump. love and, it. I know. Beforehand, uh, we were getting dressed. We we're like, oh, this, we're is, getting a, dressed together. this is an outfit. <laughs> I love it. Well, You're
2: thank so you so much. It's such an honor to, um, to hear that from both of you. And um, thank you for having me. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. So I was delighted when you asked me to join.
0: Oh, thanks, yeah, Kristen. I, Hope you get that time for you before the baby comes.
2: I know. I'll keep you guys posted. And then we
0: after
1: know. we'll all get together. Absolutely. We would love that. Love you, Mama. Love you, Mama.
0: Bye, guys. Bye. I love this. That's mangoes. I love you, Mama. Mwah.
1: Love this episode of the podcast? Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to share it with a friend.
0: Say hi to us on Instagram at momglossy podcast and follow me at The New York Stylist and Amanda at Amanda Mints. See you next week.